Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 31. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and I am joined by my co-host, Rachel Conley from Photoscribe. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I can't believe (laughs) we've been doing this for a whole year now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's crazy because this is episode 31, and yet it's been a year. Right. um, Just about. Or has it been over a year? No, it's been just about a year. Well, oh, we yeah, because yeah, we December. recorded the first one in December. Yep. Yeah. And then so, we went to our every other week schedule in January-ish. Yep. So now yeah. it's really been, yeah, 52 plus weeks. Yeah. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, crazy. A, it's really neat. I, I mean, it's going to be a milestone when we hit 50 and 100 episodes, but um, man, can you imagine? That's going to be like two and five years out. I know. It's uh, Unless we start doing, like, you know... Um, more in between, which we might, we, who knows what the future holds, but um, speaking of which, uh, with the new year, uh, for all listeners, with the new year, Rachel and I decided to mix up, uh, mix it up a bit. So what we decided to do is we are literally mixing in some episodes where just Rachel and I will be talking about certain topics. Yeah. So these episodes will have no guests. They'll be similar to the Q&A episode where it's just Rachel and I talking, Um but it'll be about a specific topic. And so, like, for today, in today's episode, episode 31, we are discussing some of our favorite resources for your photography businesses in 2017. Yeah. So that's the topic for today. We will also have the, the you know, the news. And we will also, to, uh, because it's the first episode we are recording in the new year um, and publishing in the new year, we're actually going to do a little bit of a recap of some interesting, notable things from 2016 um, we don't have a lot to uh, include because we think you should listen to all the previous episodes, but we will share some really important um, WordPress, the specific um, specific to WordPress core to the WordPress software, some 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 notable uh, items. Yeah, and we just want to recap the things that we've heard over the years, over and over over the years, one year, over yeah. and over, um, in both the WordPress and in the photography space. Uh, I think. It's really notable how much repetition we hear. Um, And then, of course, there are the one-offs and different needs that WordPress can do. But for photographers, especially in 2016, um, we've we've, really noticed some trends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So maybe what we'll do is we'll do do the news, and then maybe we'll talk about these trends. And then then we'll dive into the resources. Great. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So the first bit of news. Um, This is a pretty big one. It's... uh, it's an, it relates to photographers totally, but I don't know how big it's going to be just yet. Um, and in fact, we get requests about this at Imagely. WordPress.com now supports 360-degree or VR content. So just like you can on Facebook post 360s or on YouTube post 360s, you can now do that on WordPress.com. And Automatic, uh, the people behind WordPress.com, they're going to be, uh, and Jetpack, the Jetpack plugin, they're going to be adding the same feature to Jetpack, which means that anybody who's using Jetpack on a self-hosted WordPress website will soon be able to use or implement display 360-degree imagery. Now, I got to say, there there's already plugins out there that do this, but um, it's neat that WordPress is, you know, taking a little bit of initiative to... Um, 
sort of build it into core, so to speak. They're building into WordPress.com core, not into WordPress.org core. But uh, who knows what the future holds? If VR goes to the way of 3D televisions or, yeah, who <laughs> you know, knows? who knows if they're going to last. Um, you know, Facebook's pushing it hard. YouTube's pushing it hard. But you never know. And uh, it might just be a fad. I haven't really seen it a lot on either Facebook or YouTube. I've seen it. Um, I do think there is possibilities for photographers, especially, you know, if you're a wedding photographer and you shoot a 360 pano or you have a drone and you, you know, pop it up and you shoot a 360. I mean, that would definitely be some kind of that cool content. But I just think it's good they're building it out so that you can share it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get requests from photographers. Actually, we, we had one today from a photographer who wants Next Gen Gallery to support three hundred and sixty. And really, it's it's possible. You know, it's yeah. just it's not popular. If we get, all, I mean, if we get all of our users requesting it, of course we're going to do it. But right, which is probably know. why WordPress is doing on a WordPress dot com first and Jetpack. Right. Yeah, they'll see how uh, if it's if it's being utilized because they'll be able to track it. If it's being utilized, then they'll probably port it to Jetpack sooner than later. But yeah. Yeah, so that's the first bit. The second bit is, uh, this is a little, just a, a link and some notable points. Automatic also released their year-in review for 2016, and I wanted to share some of my takeaways from their year-in review. Now, uh, I recommend checking it out because it's just beautifully done, um, but... Now, this is WordPress.com related, not specifically WordPress.org, but right. here is some of the notable s- stats. WooCommerce now powers 39% of all e-commerce stores. Now, we know, as we've mentioned, that Woo- uh, WordPress powers 27% of the internet. Right. Right? Which is crazy. Woo- yeah. WooCommerce, now that WooCommerce is a general e-commerce plugin that is owned by Automatic, powers 30 39- Nine percent of all e-commerce stores. Yeah, Amazon has their own. You know, um, their Shopify is out there. There's so many e-commerce platforms. Magento is popular. Uh, Colorful Actions used to run on Magento, and now it runs on WooCommerce. Yep. Well, right, and so- I think as more p- websites turn over to WordPress specific, more and more are moving over to WooCommerce too, because Shopify is yeah. on its own platform. Right. It's not a and, WordPress and this is plugin. For, and this is for, yeah, this is for general e-commerce. This isn't necessarily for right. photography, because right. WooCommerce does have a photography extension, but it's... Um, the best way I can explain it is the way I explained it at uh, WordCamp Boston, <laughs> was uh, WooCommerce is a um, product-centric approach to e-commerce, whereas... Uh, other e-commerce plugins are actually image-centric e-commerce right. plugins. But having used WooCommerce, if you have products to sell, it makes it easy. It yeah, makes yeah, it, it easy and quick. Yeah. And these products don't have to be, you know, tangible. I mean, it really handles digital products really well. So, yep. I mean, I think there's a reason why 39%. And and a lot of the inac- inaccuracies, inadequacies, mm-hmm. there we go, um, mm. were really taken to the taken care of when WooCommerce was purchased by Automatic and their teams merged. Yeah. Yep. So. And and there's a big, um, right now there's a beta for WooCommerce and there's a big update that's supposed to speed it up and simplify some things, so... Looking forward to seeing that. And cool. their Stripe extension is adding Apple Pay soon, which is really neat. So that's good. Um, okay, so the next bit, of, the next takeaway from that was uh, we'll try to go through these fast. Jetpack is now used on two point one million sites. That is insane. See, um, but I, I, and we, and I wanted to talk about this with the VR yeah. content stuff. I think you should have Jetpack installed on your WordPress site. 
you should have all of the modules turned off that you don't want to use. Uh, and maybe, you, you know, you have only one turned on, um, mm-hmm. publicize or vault press. But I think Jetpack is really where the functionality of WordPress.com and the automatic team makes WordPress.org, you know, takes it to the next level. You just have to understand to turn off the modules that you don't yeah. want. Well, so a, a little uh, something really interesting that I've, I, we've had been some at Image, we've had some talks with uh, Automatic. Um, so there's a WordPress.com desktop app that's right now in beta. Its right. code name is Calypso, and anybody's free to use it. It works with w- 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 uh, WordPress.com sites and any WordPress.org self-hosted sites running Jetpack. Okay. And the thing is, what it looks like in, in the app actually looks like a WordPress.com backend. It's really pretty. It's yeah. so much prettier than WordPress, the self-hosted software. And what Automatic's uh, goal is is to sort of get the community to actually adopt this design for a WordPress software. And if that happens, WordPress is going to be the most beautiful software ever, right. prettier than Squarespace and any of the others, for designing websites wow. and maintaining websites. So um, I use Jetpack only for access to use their desktop app. Right. That's it. And maybe that's enough because, yep. you know, wh- where they are focusing their paid functionality, their paid team in terms yep. of automatic versus the WordPress.org, which is teams of volunteers from all over the world, their paid team is focused on these jetpacks and this functionality. So I, I just, I think it's only going to get better. I don't know. I've met some of the team and they're just so brilliant. You know, there's they're <laughs> some really smart people working on this stuff. Yeah, yeah there are. Um, the last bit is also related to, related to Jetpack. They have a free CDN, a content delivery network. It only delivers uh, images from their servers, and it's called Photon. It's one of the modules. I don't use this uh, for a variety of reasons, which I'm, I don't want to talk about today, but we can always talk about it in the future. But um, Photon is being uh, is serving, I don't know how many people are using it, but it's serving 29 million images a day. Wow. That is a lot of images to come yeah. from one server every day. Or it's, it's a cloud well, Yeah, system. it's not That's one like, server. A CDN yeah. is a cloud. It's not really a one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I thought that was really, really incredible. 29 million images. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that um, really is. So. Yeah, so that's oh, the yeah. news. Um, let's talk about uh, the wrap-up. What, what, what are your big, notable takeaways from 2016 in WordPress? Well, it's so interesting. So we, when we decided to talk about what happened in 2016, uh, both Scott and I really focused on our favorite products, which we're going to talk about later. But as I was sort of thinking about the episode today, I was thinking like, okay, well, what were the questions that I got time after time after time? And there were really two points in 2016. The first one was the update 4.5 in which image compression was taken um, from what was it, I think, just around 80 to... or 60 or something. Yeah. yeah dropped down to 60. Right. So the, in the core, image compression was taken down, and to the point where photographers are noticing and saying, what changed with WordPress? Yep. Because my, my images don't look great. And um, it's, not the, it's not the original sizes. It's the resized version that they're compressing. So if you right. insert an image... Uh, and it, and you choose the large size, which maybe let's say is 800, whatever your preferences are set to, that 800 pixel image is being compressed, right? A lot. And so. and there wasn't necessarily a big giant 
notice about it, right? So right. we knew, but I'm just just amazed at how many photographers are noticing, like, okay, and then they think, well, is it Blog Stomp? Is it JPEG Mini? Is it my color right. profile? When truly it is just the native image compression as they update from 4.5 and on. So, And, and the, the, the worst part is that um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of image compression plugins out there. Right. And I have my recommended, you might have yours. There's one that I really don't like, and I won't say any names, but there was somebody in a group that, a photographer that was having an issue with image compression. And it turned out that it was actually a mixture of two things. One, it was the plugin that they were using, the one that I really don't like. It, it compresses beyond the WordPress compression. So if, you're, if your compression is 60 by default for WordPress, it's compressing big time beyond it and actually destroy the images. They did not look good at all. Um, it also turned out that her she was having a, a, like a video card er, uh, issue or something, so the colors were shifting dramatically for her. But, um, but yeah, so, so that was, that's a big one. You know, there's a plugins that you can install to bring the compression back to 100% so that it doesn't compress. Um, and if you're concerned about it, I would recommend installing it and, you know, ridding yourself of compression and then using a good image compression plugin or just use JPEG Mini Pro. All right. So the next bit uh, was related to WordPress 4.7, yes. right? So um, WordPress 4.7, that was another big update and something important for photographers. In all previous versions of WordPress, uh, when you would upload an image... WordPress would automatically take the... F- if there was no alt text, or if there was no title or description pre-made in your exit data or your metadata in Lightroom or Photoshop, then uh, if there was, then, then WordPress would just take that and fill it in on the upload. It would fill in your alt text based on your title. Right. And the caption would be, would be your description in your metadata. So uh, if, you, if there wasn't a title set already then WordPress would take the file name and make that the alt text. Right. Well, now, as of 4.7, they don't. Right. So the benefit of that is that you could rename your images with keywords into a program like Blogstomp or Fundy Image Collaging. You could do all the collaging, I mean, even in Lightroom, and then you could just upload them to WordPress, and you, you wouldn't necessarily have to worry about adding those extra keywords in the alt tags. You could. You could still do the manual process, um, the more alt tags you have with keywords, even though the alt text is actually for, um, you know, e-readers and, and for um, disability, people with disabilities, which, but Google ranks it. I mean, there's so much confusion around all this, but the point is now is you not only have to read your images before you upload them, but you also have to touch the alt text for every uh, image if you want that extra boost of keywording part of it. Right. Yeah. So there, there are also plugins that can uh, fill in your alt text for you if you want. Right. Um, uh, but just think, you know, you have to think about it. Now, as a photographer, you have to think about it more than you did in the past. You always right. had to think about it. But now now that WordPress took it out, and I, I understand why they took it out. Right. Because people weren't paying attention to what uh, the automated system was doing. Right. And they weren't doing useful alt text. Uh, so now... And most people don't Think about worry as much about their images as we do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, like so. a blogger who's focusing on the text and just has one image as the header, they're not as worried about their keywords in the images as 
photographers are. I mean, your images are your business. So the way that you treat them online and the way that you keyword them is important, more important than any other business. Right. Yep. Um, okay, so let's let's move into the resources. Uh, yeah. The way we're going to do resources is uh, we're going to split it between WordPress and photography resources. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the WordPress specific. Now, some of the photography ones can relate to WordPress, um, right. but they're not WordPress specific. Right. So that's why we're separating them. So um, I guess uh, you want to go first or should I go first? Well, I think number one, we heard probably in every single <laughs> yeah. recording, was the Yoast SEO plugin. Install yeah. it. If you have the all-in-one SEO installed, uninstall it, Yoast, because they had some security issues, which they fixed. You know, they updated it, but the Yoast SEO is just the industry standard, yeah. and uh, literally every guest talked about it. Yeah, and, and the Yoast, the team actually works with Google directly to make sure that um, they're using best practices and yeah. they're uh, up to date with all the new standards. For like, for example, I get all the time. I get I get asked what sitemap plugin I should I use. Well, there's only one answer. Yoast is the only one that works with Google to make sure the sitemap is exactly what Google wants. Right. Um, now, the so, only caveat that I have to that is they uh, they did an update where they have um, the SEO, but they also have like readability. Um, right. So for Photoscribe. We write blogs for a living. Um, we have a hard time getting the readability to be green like the SEO. So that's the one caveat. I mean, they're really good at the right. SEO, but they're trying to cater to sort of the lowest common denominator with the readability. And if yep. you're telling a story and you're using a good sentence and your readability is still orange or red, even red, I mean, I just don't worry about it as yeah. much. And I think, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, there's an option to turn off the readability thing. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I didn't I think, know that. I think it's new. I think there's an option. I, I remember seeing it and then wanting to like mention it, so yeah. now I'm mentioning it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, so the next was, uh, we often get asked, what podcast plugin should we use? Now, it's interesting. Like We've, we've been talked to multiple people, like, should I do webinars and podcasts for my clients? Well, if you're thinking about it and you want a podcast plugin... There's two that I would recommend. Now, you can listen to episode number one, yep. which is, we actually, Rachel and I actually talk about exactly how we build this podcast. Right. And, and um, our process hasn't changed. Again, it's right. been a year, but we're still using yeah. the same infrastructure. Yeah. A little it. bit has changed uh, here and there, but for the most part, it's it's identical. Awesome. Um, um, the only thing we've added since then is a, a system called Zencaster, which is right. fantastic. Um, so... But that's not within uh, WordPress, we should say. That is outside uh, yeah, of WordPress. Yeah, that's not within WordPress. That's yeah. actually on the recording audio side. Right. Um, so the podcast plugin we use is called Seriously Simple Podcasting. Uh, <laughs> it used to be owned by a guy who works for Automatic. He recently sold it to somebody else. Um, and uh, apparently it's supposed to you know, be built up even more, but remain extremely simple. I went with that one for, for us because it is extremely simple simple right um it's beautiful and there's another one that's very popular probably more popular than seriously simple podcasting it's called PowerPress. um so that one's very robust it has the, all the bells and whistles if you want bells and whistles that's the one to check out so Great. two different plugins they do the same thing but in a different way um so there you go awesome podcasting plugins and then the other one that we really hear a lot about is co-schedule so in episode yep. 24 we spoke with Nathan from Co-Schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was a great 
interview, we talked about how photographers use it, how uh, uh, other people who have small businesses or large businesses use it. But essentially, it gives you the functionality of having social media within your WordPress dashboard. And they are just constantly adding to it. They're constantly... um, you know, making modifications. It is a premium plugin, so it is a paid plugin, and they have different levels. Um, their highest level is now quite expensive. Again, I think yeah. it's for bigger enterprise-level businesses. But, I mean, their first-tier level for having it all in one place is, is pretty good. Yeah, and so so I was I was using CoSchedule since the day they launched their beta. And so I was using it for a long time. I was on their... Uh, their tier that had their uh, requeue feature, which was the sort of their automation, like it re it reposts your social posts for you automatically. Yep. And when they uh, officially released requeue out of beta, their price kind of went up, and it was beyond what I was willing to pay for the software. So I canceled my account after well over two years, and um. It was sad to to leave CoSchedule behind, but I was also using Buffer at the same time. Yep. And so I actually switched to a plugin called WordPress to Buffer Pro, which does some of what I was doing with CoSchedule. Um, whereas I have a schedule for my posts that go out, and you can set different schedule for different categories and things like that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um... And uh, when I publish a new post, it automatically goes into my buffer in a certain way and goes out to all my social channels, including Instagram uh, and all that. So I use WordPress. There is a free version of WordPress to buffer, but the WordPress to buffer pro is far more robust in what you can do. And it has a rebuffer feature where I can do uh, I can re-add all content from a certain date range and category into my buffer queue with one click of a button. And that's so, nice. I mean, part of this is that we use these tools because social media and blogging can be a full-time job. And as a photographer, right. as a yep. solopreneur, who's got time like that? So exactly. some of these, I mean, WordPress to Buffer Pro is a premium in that there's a price. CoSchedule is a premium right. in that there's a price. But, I mean, imagine hiring someone. So that's exactly. what yeah. you're paying for, you know? Yeah, if you have a full photography studio, but you don't have the staff to handle the social and editorial calendar... I would go with CoSchedule because that is less than the cost of an employee. Right. Um, but as a freelancer, it was above my what I wanted, what I was willing to spend. So I stuck with just what I already owned WordPress to Buffer Pro, so I just stuck with it. So. And I think that's sometimes when these plugins become successful and ubiquitous for industries. So if yeah. Coca-Cola uses CoSchedule, they're obviously at a different price point than solopreneur right. person working from their house. Yeah, um, and CoSchedule has a whole series of plans for different levels of, of yeah. businesses. So just yep. check them out. Um, so, and then finally for WordPress, I mean, your hosting plan is your most important. So, uh, I will recommend Imagely. Um, I use them for my host and they cater to photographers and, you know, there's been a thousand different times I feel like that we have brought the conversation back to how important your hosting is. There are shared hosting, there is managed hosting, um, and as a photographer, you know, weeding through all that can be really overwhelming. So I think the people at Imagely are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> we try. All right. That's yeah. my plug. Um, all right. So we're, now we're going to move into the photography resources. There are more on the photography list than the WordPress list. But again, a lot of these relate. Um, 
So I don't think we'll have any order specifically. We'll just chat about these because we both... um, Yeah. So the first one is uh, legal documents. Uh, Our friend Rachel Branke from The Law Tog, she is a lawyer. She is a barred attorney who is also a photographer. She owns, I think, two studios in Virginia. um, And she's just fantastic, very knowledgeable. And she sells legal documents like contracts and releases and all that kind of stuff. Templates that you can buy from her and... You know, just fill in the blanks and make it for your business. So if you don't have certain documents in place, check out the Law Tog. And again, we will link to all of these resources in the show notes. Yeah. Um, Check out the Law Tog and see what legal documents that you don't have that you need and pick some up. Yeah. Um, And uh, tell them, tell Rachel that we sent you. (laughs) Well, and I think, I mean, the links in our post are going to be affiliate links. And I think that that's another thing to consider. If you use an Amazon link in one of your blog posts... There is uh, legal language that you should have on your website to, you know, so she has all that stuff for you, too. But um, I was in one of my photography boards and they asked me, like, oh, I'm going to hire a lawyer and I'm going to get everything built out from scratch because the law tog isn't my lawyer. And it is true. She's She's not not. your lawyer. But you can buy those templates and then go to your lawyer and have it modified for, like, a fourth, a quarter, like you're saving yep. so much money by having those templates that are specific to photographers. Um, yep. So it's and sort the, of a no brainer. The only change would be uh, from going from a general thing to something slightly specific to your state. Right. That's really the biggest change that would happen when you bring her template to your, your lawyer. Right. Would be location specific. So. Which for them, instead of paying them four hours, you're paying them for 20 minutes. And yeah, it's a huge exactly. difference price yeah. wise. So. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple. I don't. I don't know if Rachel uh, is as familiar with Blake Rudis's system as I am. So I'm just going to talk about this, and then we can move on. Um, Blake Rudis. He runs F Stop Elite. And we had uh, him I'm on sorry, here. F64 Elite. Yes, we did have him on. I think like early on episode yeah. five or so, something like that, somewhere around there. So check out Blake Blake Rudis. We actually talk about his uh, migration from. Um, H- Everyday HDR to uh, F64 Elite. Yes. Uh, yeah. In that process. Um, so Blake has puts out uh, one course every month. Every month he puts out a new course on his on F sixty four Elite, and uh, he recently put out a Photoshop workflow course, and it's it's fantastic. I'm not a Photoshop guy. I can use Photoshop. I don't enjoy it, but Blake is so so knowledgeable and so uh, clear with his education uh, that if you need uh, if you need help with Photoshop in 2017 for your photography business. Blake is the is the guy that I'm recommending for you to go check out, learn from. And if he doesn't have a course or lessons, free lessons too, uh, on what you're looking to learn, contact him. I guarantee you he would make it. That's and, it. He's and, great. He's really great. Yeah, yeah, um, so. And so the next one is Lightroom Workflow, because if you're not a Photoshop person and you're a photographer, that means you're probably a Lightroom person, which I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Photoshop too, but for me, it's just for the really hard retouching work and I do all of my general work in Lightroom which I think is where a lot of photographers are moving to if they're not there already so Scott you have a course about Lightroom do you want to talk about it? I do yeah it's called Lightroom Workflow course Um, uh, camera to completion Lightroom Workflow course it is uh, my it's, it's me showing my workflow it's intended to not say this is the best practices it's me showing why I do certain things in Lightroom the way I do for example a good example is I'm colorblind, so I don't use color, um, the color blocks when oh. I'm doing my culling. 
I yeah. use stars because I can't tell the difference between the colors because the colors aren't clear enough. Right. How does that affect um, you so as a photographer? It, it, I've written about this a lot, actually, on my blog, if you're really interested. Yeah. Um, so just go to my blog, scottwine.com slash blog, search for colorblind. You'll see, I think, two or three articles about this. Um, awesome. It, it, it makes things a little bit more difficult. I rely on color calibration heavily, color checker heavily, um, and also my wife. <laughs> and maybe I mean, in some ways, yeah. because you can't see and you're relying on the t- tools, your colors may actually be more accurate than someone who is just relying on their eyes. True, true. Right? And, and, it, and it, your work comes out different. Like Brian Matias, right? Brian Matias is colorblind red. He cannot see red. So a lot of his imagery is blue and green. Wow. Um, That's awesome. So. Yeah, I I, and I, I I like telling this that whenever I sh- I'm photographing with Brian and I always forget that that he can't see red and I like point out something red and he's like what where what what am I looking at mm. I love so. that I just <laughs> think it's so fascinating especially being a mom um, because I wonder the things that I'm teaching my son I mm-hmm. often wonder like I'm telling him this is the color red but does right. he see the same red than that I see and do I see the same red right. as someone else may see so right. I love stuff yeah, like that yeah the other morning my, my wife put um, pants on on our daughter and I'm like you're putting on blue pants with that and it, I didn't and it, it was actually purple um, I couldn't That's tell so but, fascinating yeah so well anyway anyway <laughs> um, tangent yeah so I also released something else that's new, and this I released just before the ball dropped. It's called the Ultimate Social Image Template. And actually, part of the uh, process, because I'm not a Photoshop guy by, by, by trade, I'm a Lightroom guy, uh, I actually got uh, seek some help from Blake on this. So basically, I created this template in Photoshop that allows you to have one image to create multiple images for social media and your website. I love that. So you create... You create your image inside of this Photoshop template, and then using f- the included Photoshop actions, you can actually um, export the the image for the right size and crop for Pinterest versus Twitter versus Facebook versus Instagram, etc. Um, cool. And it's all, all it's probably ninety eight percent automated because Photoshop actions can't actually save to desktop for you. So I get you to the save dialog and you just hit save. That's awesome. Um, so the template, I, I, I made it very affordable. It's $25. And it, I actually threw in a whole bunch of stuff. I threw in Lightroom export presets that are great for, for websites. Um, I also threw in three or four mini courses. I think four mini courses included with this on cool. different things related to it. So like cool. like image compression in WordPress and, and uh, before WordPress and... Um, you know, uh, um, preparing your image for your website and what is open graph, things like that. I talk about all this in the, in the mini course. So cool. I um, love it. $25, well worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's the hardest yeah. thing. And, you know, how do you make the same image a, a different size for all these different social medias? And yeah, ugh, I know. Yeah. So I, I just simplified it for so many people. Um, and I, I hope that, that people find it valuable, as valuable as I did, as valuable as Blake did, because. He was like gung ho when I showed him what I was doing. So, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So our next uh, recommendation is the planners from Color Veil, um, mm-hmm. and I have one, and I love it. I have the yep. briefcase, which I think is her. Stacy is the owner, and over there, she yep. has one specific to photographers, and then the briefcase I think is specific to just small business small owners businesses. in general. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Love it. I have I have mine somewhere here. Well, I've got to figure it out where. It's in probably I've got books everywhere, so it's I know, me too. I was just looking at <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. It's here somewhere. Um, 
Yeah, and Stacey has multiple planners, as we just said. She's got a bloggers one, a social media one, uh, the the small business one. Yeah. Um, I think what? she's gonna have like a, a studio planner type thing. Well, like what I really love about these planners is they have the marketing uh, section, so you can track things like I did a Facebook post and it was sponsored yeah. and it got this yep. many views, and I mean things yeah. like that you don't think to keep track of necessarily. Um, but this has it all in one place, and I love it. Yeah. And she also has, uh, I mean, they're in print, but you can also buy the digital version and print yeah. it yourself if you want just the PDF. See, I'm a paper um, and pen for all my geekiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next is the Instagram Lab from Jenna Kutcher. Uh, Jenna is so knowledgeable when it yeah. comes to many things in business, but Instagram specifically, she knocked out of the park. She's yeah. got strategies down that gets her tens of thousands of followers with very little effort. Yeah. Uh, and she's doing very well with it. And so uh, the Instagram lab, definitely check out Jenna. I had the, uh, the, the honor and pleasure of speaking alongside her at a Canada photo convention in Toronto in 2016. Nice. And um, I learned a lot from, you know, one hour of her talking um, yeah, all about Instagram. <laughs> well, there's a so. lot of knockoffs of her specifically to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we really want to recommend you to go straight to her. Um, yep. Because she, it's great. Yeah. She also has a new podcast that's uh, called The yes. Gold Digger. It's really good. Yeah. So if you want another podcast, it's really designed for women, but yeah. anybody can listen because it's educational. Um, but if you want a new podcast to listen to that is photography business related um, or really just small business related in general. Yeah, she's really good. The Gold Digger. Not gold. Goal. G A. Goal. Like, I'm uh, reaching G-O-A-L. my goal. G-O-A-L. I can't even smell. Yes, yes. We're recording this later than we yeah. normally do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, ac- we're actually much later. So right. if you hear noises in the background, it's it's our kids Children that are and ready to, and, yeah. to see us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. And then branding templates from Design & Glow. I love Design & Glow. Um, oh, yeah. I love their... I actually have the, a Glow magazine right here. Oh, yeah. They, they're yep. on number four. Mine's on my bookshelf. I think, <laughs> I think this is number one, right? Yep. Yeah, that's um, number one. Actually, it, Blake's in that one. It, it, real, I, the whole the whole series <laughs> now, which has been four, they've released um, seasonally, um, yep. quarterly, I guess. I just I can't say. Um, see the cold. Sorry, guys. I can't say enough good things, though. I mean, really, yeah. just again, photography entrepreneur in general, but any small business owner can benefit from these resources. Yeah, it, Design and Glow um, has a whole lot of branding templates from. You know, just like, you know, your logo to your, uh, your, you know, um, letterhead, like all this matching branding, you know, templates, literally what, what that is. It's, it's your, it's your whole brand in Photoshop files that you can add your name to and yeah. get it printed. So, yep. um, and of course the glow mag is just amazing. Um, now I used to do SEO education at Imagely for, we had a side company called Photographer's SEO Community. We stopped, we sold it, uh, and then the person we sold it to shut it down, and we were very sad to see it go away. And now, Zach Prez, who had Photography uh, Spark, Spark yep. sold that off to somebody, with, and I don't know what, where it's going to happen to that site. Yep. And at WPPI last year, um, I guess technically it was 2016, yeah, 2016 WPPI, um, I met uh, Corey Potter from, from Fuel, Fuel Your Photos, and he does a lot of SEO education. And actually, we uh, I partnered with Corey on the page builder uh, comparison 
That's on, yes, images, on the Imagely which blog. Which we definitely, if you are looking for that, we will link to it again because it's a great yeah. resource. And it's Age being builder. updated. Yeah. Um, so Corey has a, a website called Fuel Your Photos, and he's got SEO education. He's got a membership and course and all this great stuff. So if you want to learn about SEO, he's the guy I'm sending you to. He is incredible, incredibly knowledgeable on it. Um, he's got a, a striving, I think like a 2,000 member Facebook group all talking about SEO. And Corey is doing a lot of free website reviews. I did say that on the podcast. He's doing a lot of free website reviews. So, um, you know, you want to join his community and, and, and interact with Corey, get to know him. Uh, you're going to be seeing him a lot more of Corey. Um, we're going to have him on as well. We just have to get to him on our guest list, but <laughs> he's going to be on the show as well. Um, well, and that, we should say so. that about 2017. We have some really awesome guests coming on. So this is yeah. just sort of a precursor getting 2016 out of the way and, and really have some exciting uh, people coming up that we're talking to in 2017. All about WordPress yeah. and branding and marketing and SEO and all the things we talked about before. Yeah. Um, so the next one is the Photo Frontier for Creative yeah. Inspiration Education. So I'm going to let Scott take that one as well. Yeah. So if you are looking for to do something more with your photography that's not your typical, I'm going to join this online school and watch these videos, but you want to actually get your hands dirty and, and watch videos and actually go out and shoot with projects and, and, um, and assignments, so to speak, that are more on the creative side, not the technical side, then the Photo Frontier is where you want to go. Now, Photo Frontier is... I'm actually considered an artisan in residence at the Photo Frontier. I'm one of the educators that's creating content for you to learn from. And the Photo Frontier just started a new project that they did in 2015. They're relaunching it in 2017. It's called We35. It is a, um, a project where you are only using... Uh, a 35 millimeter lens to do certain assignment. It's basically um, like a fifty, a Project 52 or a Project 365, except it's one project a month and it's curated. You don't have to think about what it is. They're telling you this is what you're photographing. This is what you're supposed to think about while you're photographing it. Now go out and do it and share it and let's talk about it with with the community. So uh, the Photo Frontier is incredible. Besides from this project, there's a lot of other education and courses available. So I recommend checking that out awesome and that actually triggered something for me um i love the redefine show which is on adorama adorama tv um tamara lackey is the um host we've had her on the show here and um it's really great because it's like small five to ten minute videos of her interviewing another photographer and you get these really great glimpses into their careers how they started what they focused on um so it's not like the creative lives where it's, you know, four hour courses, it's 10 minutes of time, almost like a podcast, you know, you can listen to and really gain a ton of insight, inspiration, information. So I highly recommend yep. those two. Um, um, yeah. She, and she is, she is amazing. One of my favorite people in the yeah. world right now. I mean, and if you are <laughs> looking to uh, contribute to a wonderful charity. I also highly recommend her Beautiful Together, um, which yep. helps children around the world, orphans specifically, but children in need. And I just, I mean, I just, you know, she's taken her love of portrait and family and children photography and turned it into a resource where she can help give back. And yep. 
you know, isn't that why we're all photographers to capture these moments and to give oh, back? Yeah. And she's really made it uh, a viable thing. So only I'm, good I'm, I'm uh, happy to say as well that Imagely hosts the Beautiful Together website for free yes. as a way of, of uh, you know, contributing what we can to Beautiful Together. Yeah. Um, so, oh man, 2016 was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last two uh, we want to talk about is one is shoot.edit. So we've had uh, we had Jared on the show yep. way back when we first started. Um, shoot.edit is the go-to outsourcing company for so many things like post-processing. Right. So they are the number um, one post-processing um, place for wedding photographers specifically. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. They. They. I don't think they take anybody but wedding photographers now, right? They so, used to. Yeah. It's really niche, but, but uh, the team yeah. is wonderful, and I should know because Photoscribe has merged with them. Um, yep. So, you know, if you're looking for uh, editing help and you're a wedding photographer, I can't say enough good things about them, truly. They yeah, are they really have, good people. Yeah, and the, the, their workflow for for you sending the images and them editing it to your, your standards and sending yep. it back, it's so flawless. They, yep. they, they got it down like, like it's the back of their hand. Yep. Um, so, uh, now, again, like you just said, Photoscribe and Shoot.edit are now kind of uh, one and the same. <laughs> yep. Um, we are partners. They, Photoscribe is a separate product of shoot.edit now it's like yes. uh it's it's not photoscribe is staying photoscribe shoot.edit is shooting staying shoot.edit um but photoscribe is still now part of shoot.edit so photoscribe should, uh is yeah. yeah well photoscribe is a blogging but we should spell it because it's it's f-o-t-o-s-k-r-i-b-e so everyone always asks what is it and why yeah. can't i find it <laughs> Yeah. I, ch- I tried to be Swedish, yeah. Yeah. and it didn't and, and Again, we're going to link to this in the show notes, so you can always find it. Um, so as you, you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know Rachel founded Photoscribe, um, and this uh, merger with Shoot.edit was very recent. In fact, we were, we're going to be talking about it more in a future episode, but uh, we wanted to get this one done, um, this recap uh, beforehand. So Photoscribe does um, outsource blogging for photographers. Again, mostly wedding photographers. Um, well, portrait and, and wedding. We do portrait and wedding. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, fantastic service. Uh, even people like Tamerlaki uh, use Photoscribe for different things. So, yeah, there's. Yeah. Uh, I think the young ones use it at one point, didn't they? Or yeah, I, not? I've been really fortunate to work with a lot of uh, partners in this industry. Mm-hmm. The we take the pain out of blogging and make it a task, and we get you on a schedule because 60% of the web is made up of Google robots. So by blogging at the same time every day, every week, it, it, it really just helps you rank higher. If you can blog every day, you're going to rank pretty high. But that, again, is a full-time job, right? Yep. So as yep. photographers, what can you do to market and to, you know, we just help take the pain out of blogging and do yeah. it as much as we can and still capture your voice and help you get it out on a regular and consistent basis. You know, I, I don't remember who said it, but I was listening to someone recently who said that one of the reasons why they're so successful in their wedding business and that they have so much free time in their wedding business is that they're outsourcing as much as possible. Yes. So imagine this. Instead of out um, hiring some... or. With having co-schedule, right? So co-schedule, going back to co-schedule, um, 
you know, you're, it's like having another employee there to handle your social media right. uh, posting and your editorial calendar. But then you can outsource your post-processing to Shoot I Edit and outsource your blog creation to Photoscribe. And now you have just um, basically cut out having to hire a bunch of employees. Right. That means cutting out extra insurance, cutting out, you know, health insurance for those employees, the benefits, you know, the, um, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff that comes with it. Right. And, and, and you're hiring it's a beautiful experts. Thing. You're hiring people, like I've done over 2,000 blogs with photographers all over the world. And mm-hmm. Shoot.edit has done thousands upon thousands of images. So instead of hiring one studio manager who's kind of a jack-of-all-trade, you're really partnering with experts in their fields right. to get what you need from them. And the whole point here is that you, you don't lose your voice. So we at Photoscribe use a system of forms to capture your unique point of view as an artist. And Shoot.edit has a really great uh, image profile system so that you can call the skin tones how they are. You know, so the way that you see the images is also the way they're going to see the images. They're just going to consistently give you back a product, you know, color corrected all the way across the board. And we're consistently going to give you a blog every week that is, you know, blog stomp the same way, written in the same voice, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there are benefits. It is is letting go, which is hard for artists. Um, But imagine how much more you can do with your client communication when you don't have to worry about image correction or blogging yeah, or social sure. media. Such a, <laughs> such a big time saver. Yeah. Such a big time saver. Well, um, so you know, it, 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 that's, that's, that's a lot of resources, a lot of yeah. great, um, a lot of great information for all the photographers to, to think about for 2017. 2016 was a great year for WordPress, a great year for photography. Yeah. And 2017 has so much more promise. Uh, I, you know, I know a lot of things are coming up, and it's just really, really exciting. Um, and you know, if you're going to WP, WPPI, definitely check out Tamara talking. Look yep. for Corey. I think Corey Potter might be there again. Um, yep. You know, I wonder if Jenna's going to be there. You know, if you can find her, um, Shoot Dead it has a big booth, so make yeah. sure to go see them. Um, is yep. Imogen going to be there? Yeah. Well, you, uh, no, Imagely will not. Imagely will not be there this year. Okay. Um, we've got too many big projects we're working on to <laughs> getting the work <laughs> to done. Time yeah, away. yeah, definitely yeah. make sure you see Fundy. They're another great resource, and he and uh, yeah. Andrew Funderburg himself is doing a, a big initiative about uh, printing your images and telling a story through your albums yeah. and in-person sales. Um, yep. Steve Saparito is a great resource for in-person sales. So, I mean, you know, as photographers. And as WordPress people, there are two really great communities that want to help you make your business better. So some of these things are free. Some of these things are paid. Identify what hurt you in 2016 in terms of time and what you want to focus on for 2017. And then I promise you the resources are out there. Yeah. So um, we're going to ask a favor, right? If you enjoyed the podcast in 2016, if you enjoyed every episode up to now, 31 episodes, or if you're just listening to the first episode, to episode 31 for the first time of the show, uh, please, if you enjoyed it, go to iTunes, search for the podcast, leave us a review, because that is the way that more people are going to learn from the podcast by 
you leaving reviews, it means that more people will have access to seeing it in search results uh, closer to the top. You know, so you sound like uh, the NPR guy. Like, <laughs> you know this is good, pay the money, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, thank you for listening to the end of this yeah. episode, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so so we really we really appreciate everybody who is subscribing and listening. Either you. you're listening through whatever you're listening to or watching the videos. We really do appreciate um, the amount of time that you're taking to pay attention to what we're sharing. And, and we're glad that you're learning from us, and we hope that you can learn even more. And we will continue to make WordPress as simple as possible for your photography business. We will I try. Promise. <laughs> so with that, um, please leave us a review. You can find the uh, show notes from today's episode, all the links to the resources and news that we talked about at imagely.com slash podcast slash 31. 31. Yeah. So until next time. Thanks. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast. Podcast.